holding this? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. I've never done it like this, Eric. It's fun. Usually it's over the internet. It's like we just can't look each other directly in the eye. <laughs> no, we got to look at the screen. Yeah. Well, we're not really like in a position to be. Yeah. This would hurt my neck. I couldn't stay like that for Awkward. a long time. I might send the video to mom. Depends there you what, go. Depends on what we say. It, hi, mom. I don't want to edit <laughs> guess, it. Yeah. Your mom knows everything. Yeah. She knows more than she wants to know. She doesn't want to know anything else. <laughs> Especially about me. She knows too much. Yeah. She knows too much, man. I, I'm, it's you also put everything me. on Facebook. Well, it's happening to me with my kids, too. Every time I spend time with them, I learn something else. Like That you don't want to know. Did you know that Alex, when I was... Uh, <laughs> now everyone's going to know? <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I tell people this story. Right. You know, I don't have anything that I need to edit out. There's not one thing that I will say that but I... But that the, chil the children won't care. They're not going to listen to this. No one's going to listen to this. Okay. No one's going to listen to this. No it's a good thing we cares. made a made an appointment. <laughs> I mean, maybe they will, but I feel like they're not. Yeah. That's why I'm not even bothering putting production quality into it. I tried to put production quality into my old podcast obsessively and about nothing, it. Put in all the work and then nothing comes of it. Nothing came of it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to slap it up there. And maybe somebody will be like like me and they'll like me so much that they'll just listen to all of them yeah and then when and i meet stopper. them <laughs> but then when the if they can recite back things to me that are like easter eggs from that's, that's how you know family, they love you i will be yes yeah <laughs> they still have to pass the test though they still right. have to pass my five questions oh you got five questions yeah what are the five questions? one i is it like, this is when I was how many walkers online. have you killed? How many people have you killed? No. Why? <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I made, I just ended up with five questions. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. It yeah. just ended up that way. But yes, it's like walking dead. I ask, uh, one of the questions I now ask before we even meet in person, but you know, when I'm dating online, it's a, there's a, I have a method to it. I don't just right. go out there all willy nilly, you Multiple know, point system. yes, you, you, we, we match. We chat on the messenger. Eventually, some of those people make it to texting, not many. Right. And then those people, even fewer, make it to meeting me in person. Right. There's very, a filtering process. Very few. Yeah. And so this the, this question used to be in step three, and now it's in step one. You got to know sooner. <laughs> are, you you a, are you a fan of Joe Rogan? There you go. Not... Do you like him? Do you listen to him sometimes? Are you a fan? You know yeah. what I mean? You And if they respond with... Is he in your top 10? I love Joe Rogan. Or, hell yeah, he's my Jopra. I immediately unmatch without right. explaining anything to them. Um, if they're like, well, I like listening to his ones with the comedians. Yeah, if they're like, <laughs> he's okay. I listen when he has a guest on I care about. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's fine. Or, yeah. I'm waiting for the day when someone's like, who? Yeah. That, then you'll just propose. I won't even care if he's ugly. I won't. I'll just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I've been carrying this wedding band on my pinky toe looking for you. <laughs> There's a man who doesn't even know who Joe Rogan is. And then I started thinking, dude, is he that popular in other countries? Like, if I go to oh, Dublin? Yeah, yeah his podcast, Dublin, if nothing else. If I go to Dublin, am I going to be able, are my odds going to be better of meeting a man that doesn't know who Joe Rogan what if, is, though? What if you end up marrying this guy because of that fact, and then you realize, oh, shit, he's just bad with names. 
he knows exactly who it is. It's like, oh, that guy from News Radio and does the UFC and that great podcast, Joe Rogan Experience. That's where I know his name. What if he's like, oh, I love Fear Factor? Yeah, there you go. Oh, Fear Factor. That, yeah. A lot of people know who Joe Rogan is from Fear Factor. A lot of people, yeah. God damn it, Joe Rogan. But a lot of people probably wouldn't just know his name just from that. I'm trying to. They would know to, him as Fear yeah. Factor guy. I'm trying to. So maybe I'll add an extra layer to the question if I ever get to go date in another country. Have you ever watched Fear Factor? Have you ever watched Fear Factor? Do you know the name of the host? Yeah, that guy, <laughs> the guy that hosted Fear Factor. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, doesn't he have a podcast? I like that podcast. Yeah. Like, no. But still, they're not a fan. It, yeah, they would know immediately, like, oh, you mean Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like, I love him. Or they, I, that's how I learned the term Jopra. Yeah. And I was like, this is not really a thing, isn't it? I Googled it, and I was like, ah, oh, God. He's their bro It's way worse than I ever thought. And it's not even anything, anything personal against him. I've li- actually never listened to his podcast. It, like, he's, he's the type that, like, he's got a lot of, he's a very uh, centrist kind of person. He's what he... He is the um, the physical embodiment of like, uh, well, I'm I'm socially I'm cons- fiscally conservative, but I'm socially liberal. He's that kind of guy. Like he's he seems he's very uh, pick a side, Joe, you pussy. Well, it's, I, in my in my experience, doesn't he believe podcast, in like weird pseudoscience bullshit? Um, I don't believe so. Like he, I mean, he owns a company called On It, which is about like uh, fucking. Or he's a part owner or some shit about, uh, this is how we find out I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. Uh, <laughs> You're my brother. My friends yeah. can be Joe Rogan fans. Yeah, I really, I, be Joe Rogan I re- he's, he's another one like of those. not like Trump supporters. Yeah. He's another one of those in a long line of these people where anyone says that they have anything wrong, that they don't like him about. I'm like, I get it. Like, that's yeah. how I always was about Dane Cook. Like, I still, I still like Dane Cook. I'm oh, just like, yeah, brother, I get it. Please. No. I just ate. I know. I just ate. You just ate Taco Bell. Don't get too high. I know. Mighty. It's already <laughs> makes you kind of pukey as it is. Um, and now you're going to make me throw up, man. I'm trying to think of other Dane ones. Cook. I Baby. thought Dane Cook was hot. And then I- Can you think of any other like people that I like or that uh, that people don't normally like? Like Dane Cook and if Joe Rogan? If nothing else, being a comedian has really helped my comedy mm-hmm. Your taste. snobbery? Yeah. No, my taste of comedy because before I was a comedian, I liked Dane Cook. Mm-hmm. I did not like Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. And now that I'm a comedian, I'm like, oh, I get it. I, that is genius. That is garbage. Cool. I think if Dane Cook, if the stuff that I liked when I was in high school came out now, I'd probably not like it because I, for a long time, I really still don't know any of his stand up. Yes. I like the. Somebody shit on the coats. I liked the I liked him in the movie Waiting or whatever. Yes, yeah, Stanford. he was good. Um, and I thought he was hot. Yeah. But he's like a cheap. He's like a low rent Ryan Reynolds. That's how I always thought of him, and I think it's partially yes. because of that movie. Yes, for sure. Like if Ryan Reynolds was a comedian like and wasn't like, Ryan Reynolds, goofier. like less successful cousin. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. So no Joe Rogan fans. Right. But it used to be the fifth question, which makes it funnier for the joke. <laughs> so I don't actually ask it at the end. But it, so I was telling Dave Erb, I had a thing with Dave Erb last night, and mm-hmm. I, I understand how he was confused. He thought that I was just straight up asking him out of this out the gate. Like I'm meeting him on their first date before I even find out anything about him. I'm like, hey, you like Joe Rogan? You know, um, <laughs> you, ironically, if that was if that was the case, ironically, you would just sound like the biggest Joe Rogan fan. I know. It's like, it's like you walk, hey, you like Joe Rogan? Yeah. 
I know, but I don't know. But the other questions too, that I'm about to ask mm -hmm. are what, like he was like, so I want to, I want to make sure we understand that I've already talked to them online. I've already been texting with them. Right. There's probably been two, three weeks of communications where we've gotten all, all that stupid bullshit out of the way. Where'd you go to school? How many kids do you have? What kind of music have? do you have? I, blah, blah. I put a lot of it in my profile. Do you have a foot fetish? All the questions yeah. you need to ask. Well, in the okay Cupid, you get a lot of those questions answered. Oh, really? There you go. You know? That's one reason I like them the best, which is because I could I could weed people out just by the questions like, "Do you have a rape fantasy?" Uh, <laughs> is that you, one of the questions? Do you want to be cut? Do you want to be cut during sex, or does it interest you? And then the the things are like, "Yes, I'd be interested in trying that." And no. What if they have What if they have a fetish to pretend they're on a porn scene and they want you to yell "cut" a lot and have them start back from one? No. <laughs> Nah, I don't even like that much talking during sex. Yeah. Fucking, it's just distracting. Like, shut up! I'm trying. Because here's what's happening when I'm ha trying to enjoy myself during sex. I am also trying to not think about so many things. I'm trying to not think about that I need to do laundry. I'm trying to not think about that I have to get the oil changed in the car. I'm trying to not think about a joke that I'm working on. Yeah. I'm trying to not think about how that person looked at me weird at the mic and maybe they don't like me. So yeah. I have a lot of things I'm trying to not think about during sex. And your words are just like more. More things to now think about. Now you need me to talk. I can't talk right yeah. now, man. Just be sad. I'm very noisy. Just be <laughs> satisfied with that. You'll know if you're doing a good job. You don't have to ask me. If I'm making, if the noises I'm making are English, you're not doing a good job. And you're gonna know when I come. Right. Trust me. <laughs> you will know it. I promise. And I really hate it when they tell me we're siblings. This is a weird conversation, but I really hate it when they tell me to come for them. Yeah. I'm that like, just puts all kinds of pressure. I'm like, quit telling me to do it. I can't do it if you're telling me to do it. <laughs> if somebody telling me to do something could have gotten something accomplished, I wouldn't have the kids I have. I would have graduated no. school a lot sooner. <laughs> no, I know. College. I graduated college, high school year Well, yeah, it wasn't. I'm pretty proud of my 20-year bachelor, though. Yeah. It was almost 20 years. 1997 to 2015. Sounds like you're just really proud of one of your kids. 1997 really to 2015. But you got to understand, for 20 years, I went to school. It right. wasn't like... There were semesters I took off because I had a baby. Right. There were semesters that I took off three or four times because I had to get recertified financial aid. I got in their loop of having to send all the documentation. And yeah. So by like the third or fourth time, I got real good at that. Yeah. I just was like, New here character. it is, ready to go. It's like that third or fourth kid, yeah. they just slide right they out. slide right out. Yeah, yeah so, um, so pretty consistently, I was going to school for 20 fucking years. Yeah. I would take one or two classes, three at the most, and then and they were all online and you know yeah so i was in college for a long time yeah i uh that sounds better than the two semesters of college i have under my belt were consecutive spring semesters because i didn't want to have to worry about school during football season that was my that was my reasoning because i was just like no i gotta i'm stressing all week about how the packers are letting me down i'm not gonna fucking worry about doing my psych homework too i had children to take care of and a crazy man to deal with I'm trying to think at all times with yeah well i was gonna say which one you, all you, will, you will understand my family will understand why i ask all of these questions on the first date yeah it's a lot of weeding out you gotta do Do you now have or have you ever been um or are you now addicted to any drugs or alcohol right if that answer is yes maybe i'll have sex with you if you're really cute or something unless they what if they quote the mitch hedberg joke while they tell you I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to do it. Oh, it's like, okay, there you go. You're clever. What drugs? 
obviously not the ones that have fucked up his memory enough. I'm not talking about marijuana. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even want you to be like a recreational user of cocaine. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even want that. I mean, I don't want to party. <laughs> no, I don't want to party that hard. I'm 42. And yeah. so, but you know why I'm asking that question. Yeah. Rick was a recovered drug addict for 10 years before he spun out. So, no. And he spun out like immediately after I met him. <laughs> right? Yeah, immediately after I moved in with him. Yeah. I had I was still unpacking. Yeah. I just remember things were beautiful and great. The only things I really remember about that summer were playing a lot of Gran Turismo, um, eating a lot of ramen, and while I was eating the ramen, drinking milk because that's what was available. Um, I uh, watched uh, The Incredibles and Pulp Fiction over and over because those were the two movies. You were like sixteen. I was like sixteen, but I have a distinct memory. I don't know if this Sounds is just like you're twelve. Yeah. I don't know if this, well, I didn't, I, like, I was just always there. I didn't go do anything anywhere. I know. Um, I have a distinct memory of you guys picking me up at the Greyhound and me being all excited to, like, hang out for the month or whatever I was going to be there. Yeah. And um, I don't know what I really expected, but for some reason I was, like, whenever I got there, I can't remember what led into the conversation, but I just remember you kind of giving me the heads up, like, hey, just a heads up, we're poor. Um, so, like, don't, we don't have a whole lot of like fun stuff at the house planned. or like nothing planned, not a whole lot of like uh, treats, snacks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We were at McDonald's. So I guess that was a treat in a way, but yes. uh, yeah, I just remember, I just remember that sticking with me. Well, I just didn't want you to 15, think you 16 were, were going to be walking into a snack situation like mother. Like provides. mom. Yeah. I'm used um, to snacks with mom. That's a lot of snacks, and I'm not going to be making you pizza rolls and bringing them into your room or anything. Um, I'm not going to make your mac and cheese for you uh, just the way you like it, or your grilled cheese or anything. The grilled cheese, yeah. The mac and cheese was always pretty consistent. The grilled cheese had to be cut because I ate so few different things. I wanted my sandwich to be in multiple shapes, so I felt like I was getting variety. Now I just cut them triangularly for it's purely for uh, efficiency just because it's easier to eat the sandwich without getting shit on the table. Mom used to get me fun fruit. That was my treat. Fun? Is that a candy? No, it's uh, like star fruit or kiwi. Oh, okay. Or like fruit you don't usually get like apples and oranges. Right. That was my Was it because they were on sale? They probably were on sale. I didn't know. But she was like. She tricked you into. But no, I mean they were still more expensive even if they were on sale. Right. She was like, that was our treat. Watermelon was a treat. Watermelon. You know, we didn't get the snacky treats. Not when we were real young. Obviously, when I was older, we right. were real, real poor after you were born for a few years. It really, yeah. not the wind. I out soaked up family. a lot of resources. Well, yeah, and mom had to take off work, and she had to work two jobs sometimes. Yeah, and I had to babysit your fucking ass. I always, I always wonder. You're lucky you're alive. I, because I know, I know how many times you've told mothers oh, take everybody. Uh, I wanted to throw you against the wall. Yeah. So many times when you were a little baby, because you just wouldn't shut up. You just cried. That's when we found out how much you loved cartoons, though. Yeah. Because I in could front just of the TV. seriously, I could just put on cartoons. That's how we, you know, Little Mermaid was the first one. Mm-hmm. You were a little baby. You were in a car seat. It's like just came out, right? Yeah, you were in a car seat. Still, you weren't even walking. We would, we, you would sit there and watch the whole fucking movie. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. That's how like well, that's how like kids are with iPads and shit. They're now. like, you watch Little Burbank three times a day? I'm like, yes. It is on three times a day. Uh, I, he has to I have it for to it. his 
he has to watch it in the morning, bare minimum three times a day. You gotta have it on in the morning when he first gets up and stuff while he eats breakfast and all that. Then he has to have it to take his nap and then he has to have it to go to bed. Yeah. So bare minimum, three times a day, we watch Little Mermaid. Yeah. But he's quiet while we do it. Just feeding him his dry ramen noodles. Yeah. I still, yeah. Allison. Yeah, no, your kid, not on this. Yeah, Allison gives me such a side eye anytime like I will have that as a midnight snack. Do you sprinkle the? No, I've never done that. I've never put the spice on I the dry noodles. I go back and forth. I can't. The, cause that Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to mess with this. This is I'm gonna get the powder all over me. I don't want to yeah. deal with this. I was like, I just I just so want to it. have that like vague flavor and crunch. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all I'm wanting from it. Yeah. The the spice though, we we just had a uh, uh, rice. Nope. It only works with the chicken. Oh yeah. Yeah. The other spices aren't good they're like little, that. They're too much. Yeah. Not diluted. The we just had uh, rice uh, left over last night, and uh, I had the thought after I'd made it, I was like, you know, I because from my dry ramen noodles, I'll end up with a yeah. sauce packet. It's like, this probably be good on rice, right? Yeah. Put like, a little water in there and the sauce. And just they have chicken there. rice that basically tastes like that. Basically that. Yeah. yeah. It would work. Mm -hmm. i try it. So anyway, that's question one. Okay. We're still on this. Are you a drug addict, <laughs> alcoholic, or have you previously been one? Right. Are you recovering? Two, do you have, these aren't, I don't, these aren't, I don't have the order down. I just <laughs> say them. Uh, whatever comes There's no specific mind. order. It's like my top five orders. favorite comedians. No specific yeah. orders, rotating depending on how I feel. The alcohol drug ones first, right? Because I need. There's no sense asking the other questions. So, um, do you have an untreated mental illness? Untreated. Because I have mental illness. Right. I'm not saying they have to be on meds, but what are you doing to manage it? Yeah. Are you going to therapy? Are you meditating? Are you eating healthy? Are you exercising? Is it? What are you doing? Have you been diagnosed with a mental illness and what are you doing to manage it? What if they say, see question one? <laughs> I'm not on question two. Question one was oh, a yes. Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Question, question two was, okay, I'm going to leave. You have a good day? No, I still <laughs> finish the date. I just, oh. I don't really, um, I don't ask them any more questions. Right. And I'm like. Just all answers. I'm like, oh, okay. And I just let them talk about it. And I'm like, and then we forget about the questions. Right. And then we have the date and I give them a nice little, thanks for the date. Maybe. Pat on the back. Maybe I do that. There was one guy that I asked that question. I asked all, this is the first person I ever asked these questions with. So I, I asked all the questions, but he's like, a, I don't think I asked the alcohol one first. Mm -hmm. That's why I put it first. I asked it last, but he's like an everyday has to drink alcoholic. Oh yeah. Like hard alcohol every day where he gets the shakes. Like, Fuck that. And then because like he answered wrong to all these <laughs> questions and I was like, get out of my car. Don't kiss me. Don't touch me. I don't even want to smell you because did you say that there. Did you say that? No. Okay. In my head, I'm saying right. that I nicely got him out of my car, <laughs> but he was trying to hold my hand as we were driving, you know, cause he had on the car. So I'm driving him back to his home where he sleeps on the couch. His brother doesn't have a car. He doesn't recognize that. You kind of need, need both your hands. <laughs> he sleeps on the couch of his brothers, but he babysits the kids for it. I'm like, man, I bet they're well taken care of. But anyway. I was like, how so, old was it? Because that's pretty much what I did when I moved back to Kansas. No, he was like, he well, he was like 28, but he, yeah. when I answer all the other questions, right. you'll see. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm driving back. He's trying to hold my hand. And I'm like, I'm like, are you? are you trying to hold my hand? Because we had that, I just like to rest my arm on the back thing. Yeah. And he was resting his arm on the right. leg and then trying to like get my pinky <laughs> and stuff. Like just, can I touch her? Can <laughs> just, I touch her? Just testing the waters. Yeah. Dipping and I was in. like, are you trying to hold my hand? He was like, yeah. I was like, 
Not while I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> Put my hand back on the wheel. Yeah, not while I'm driving. I don't like my handheld while I'm driving. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll see you later. I did eventually text him and be like, hey, I don't want to just ghost you. And I feel like I, I just cannot date somebody that's an alcoholic. Yeah. I absolutely cannot. And um, he was like, I understand. And so anyway, uh, the next question is, have you ever been to prison or jail? And if yes, why? One dude once answered that he'd been to jail for like five times for civil disobedience during protests, which was... That's pretty hot. That's hot. <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, Joe Rogan told me to do it. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Joe um, Rogan said it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> he said there's lots of chicks there. <laughs> bro. 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 Have you ever seen a fucking gorilla, bro? Tear Man. your shreds. You got it. You got to go to these protests, yo. The ladies. I don't even know if Joe Rogan. Have you ever been bow hunting? <laughs> I don't know if Joe Rogan talks about things like that. I'm basing that assumption on the people that I have met that are his fans. Well, if you if you listen, if he, every one of his podcasts is like three hours long, so at some point in those three hours, something along those lines gets said. That's fucking obnoxious, Joe. Three fucking hours. The thing, I but fucking people don't have to listen that's one thing i've people well, in, but that means his fans are listening to it for three hours yeah like uh, like if, I, if he's got like a burt kreischer tom segura well during the during the pandemic it's been like every other day but usually i think maybe there's gonna be so many stupid male comedians coming out of this twice a week there's gonna be so many stupid male comedians coming out of this well there's gonna be so many stupid their wives are leaving comedians. them their wives are leaving them they're going to get divorced because their wives have to spend all this time with them and realize they hate them. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be, they don't have their job and they're going to have financial problems. They're going to be their lowest points of their life. And they've been listening to just nonstop Joe Rogan. All fucking and he is very supportive. He says, just go do it. Just yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be so bad in Denver. Yeah. It's all right. They'll leave it until I'm, I'm not really looking forward to like, even aside from the idea of like, being aware of the potential for the reimburse or reimbursement, the reintroduction of the virus, just the idea of like, even the good comics in our scene are going to be rusty. Like, I can't imagine how much like any of the open micers, like I, yeah. like the, I just had my first like dream where I was doing stand up in it during yeah. this pandemic. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Last night. Yeah, like well, like sometime in the last week. I couldn't remember why. My dreams always I can't that that I I feel very stressed about the thing, and I'm always rushing to get to the show, and I'm late, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't have time to prepare, and I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna do my kid jokes, and because suddenly I can't remember any of my kid jokes. Yeah. I can't remember what order they go in. Like who pees in the bottle? Oh my god. Yeah, I just I it's, comedy dream. it's very similar. Just like the jokes that I've told over and over again are the ones that I'm trying to do in my dreams. And I'm, I'm fucking them up somehow. You can't remember the lyrics to your song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just all fucking... Uh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I dream. I dream that in the middle of good times of comedy, though. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, jail or prison. You've ever been to jail right. or prison? Um, this guy, you know, the worst case scenario that made me glad I asked these questions. Uh, the pinky hand holder. The pinky hand holder guy had been to prison for five years mm -hmm. for armed robbery when he was 19 and he was 28. So he hadn't been out very long. <laughs> a couple years. He'd been out shorter than he'd been in. Yes. Yeah. Um, he said, I was drunk. I was a young kid and it was stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Like, eh. So he was also underage drinking. That, that's not against him. <laughs> I guess. And so, and the, the next question, let's see, untreated mental illness, mm -hmm. alcohol, 
Right. Prison, Prison jail. jail. Um, do you have any unresolved childhood, like deep-seated childhood trauma? This is one I've added later due to other experiences. I didn't ask him this question. It wasn't on the list at the time. Do you have any deep-seated childhood traumas that you have not worked through or dealt with that, right. you know, that are still bothering you in a way that impacts your daily life? Yeah. AKA, I don't say this part, something you're going to use as an excuse to be an asshole. Right. Um... Even like uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, uh, I remember I remember early on when uh, with Rick's kid, yeah, with like cause I can't remember what it was. The it only was child dyslexia. I've ever hated. He's, yeah, he had shitty parents. Yeah, so who knows what? I just he had. remember you saying something along the lines of uh, to him at one point because it it felt like from the little bit of interaction I had with he him. He liked me when you were little. Oh really? He was still a sweet kid then. Yeah. I just remember him like using it as a like, oh, I can't do that. I have oh yeah, dyslexia he, he had ADHD. ADHD. He has dyslexia. 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 He has shitty parents. He was such a sweet boy when we first yeah. started dating, and he wanted to play with the play-doh, and he was so cute. He, how and old was he at that time? When we met, he was like seven, maybe. No, he was a big seven-year-old. Yeah, he was huge. He's always been a huge boy. And so, um, seven to nine, I can't remember. Yeah. He was in between Helen and Kat, or Cassie and Caleb. Okay. So whatever, the, I don't remember what, we met in 2005. Mm -hmm. So he was, yeah, he was six mm -hmm. when we met. He was probably seven by the time you were there. Okay. Anyway, and then I would, I, I, I just treated him the same way that I treated my children, which also, which also meant, yes, I bitched a lot, but it also meant... <laughs> that I went on a school field trips because mm -hmm. I was able to at the time I was working part time. Yeah. And I go on a school school field trips because all the kids went to the same elementary school. I wasn't going to go on. That's handy. I wasn't going to go on the field trips for the, the, for your kids. the kindergarten and first grade class and the, and the fourth grade class and not the third grade class. Yeah. And so we went on. So, and then his mother found out about it and she worked and couldn't go on them. So she started sending her mother, his grandmother on his field trips. To be his, yeah, to be, so I would still go because the teacher will always use another help. Right. It's always too many fewer kids. kids with, yeah. So I would go, I would still go on a field trip. I would just have other kids. Yeah. And I would just hang out with them and him, with her and him. Yeah. But I would still go. <laughs> yep. And the, and the, the teachers always gave us, but the problem is like the teachers always gave us like the, the most difficult kids because they assumed if we could deal with McKenna, we could deal with. Right. Also, one time I, for Caleb, for kindergarten or first grade, I can't remember, when we went to the zoo, I only got, every other parent got four or five kids. Mm -hmm. I got two kids. I got my Caleb and another Caleb. Oh. I was like, why do I only have two? She's like, oh, you'll see. You'll no. see. <laughs> she was just like, you know, Caleb and Caleb are a lot alike. And I thought if you can handle Caleb, you can handle Caleb. And I'm like, but I love that Caleb. But I love Caleb. I don't know Caleb. <laughs> I don't love this kid. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it worked really well though. Cause I was like, Caleb, get off there. They were both on something yeah. and I could tell them to get down. Very, very efficient. <laughs> yes. It turned I, out to be not too bad, but they did a lot of running around and pointing. Yeah. Wow, oh my God. Wow, oh my God. Yeah. You come back here. But they usually stay together. Yeah. So. Just tie a, it's like one of those situations where people get, always get mad about like people having their kids on a leash. And I always have the thoughts like, well, what if you just tether them to you? Then you're both on the same leash. 
That's what I usually did with them. Just tie it around your waist. Same, Caleb same, had a leash. But then you could leash the two of them together. Caleb's leash was tied to the stroller for Alex. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or he was in the stroller. I had a double stroller. And, you yeah. know, even if he was, a, he was just a big kid in the front. Too big because he was huge. I feel like I feel like I remember like when I first started hearing about the idea of people having their kids on leashes. Like I think I I think I was obviously still a kid, but like that first being a thing that people were making jokes of. At first, I thought it was ridiculous, and then after years of having to deal with small children, it's like oh, okay, it makes sense. You didn't need a leash. You were like a little spider monkey on mom. Yeah, I was just right there. On our, this our, one's got the snacks. This one buys me video games. Either either me or mom when I was younger. When the, we went to enroll me in fifth grade at the school um, outside of Tyler, mm-hmm. they were the Bulldogs. I can't remember the name of the city. Anyway, their fifth grade was in middle school. Mm-hmm. So we're in the middle school and I'm freaking out because like these kids are huge. Also, it shared a gym with the high school that was across the horseshoe where the bus stop was. So there was high school kids in the gym. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh my God. And I had a weekend to prepare to go to middle school. Yeah. We thought we went to the elementary school to enroll me. They were like, no, it's in middle school. Okay. We'll go do it Monday. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I didn't get a summer anyway. Yeah. And so, um, but you were there and while mom was doing the paperwork and talking to the office and stuff, you were just like, I was holding you and you were clinging to my leg and shit. And people thought you were my baby. Yeah. They're like, she's in fifth grade. And they're like, they're like, yeah. And I was like, although this, she's like, no, this is, this is my child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, Oh, Oh, and uh, Oh, okay. oh. Cause she was probably 40 by then. I mean, yeah. you were almost two. She was at least 39 or 40. Yeah. Anyway. Um, What's the next question? Were we on five now? I don't know. We had we had the alcohol, alcohol, drugs, prison. Prison. alcohol and drugs are one. Prison, childhood, childhood. mental illness, mental illness. That's five. Is it? I have another one. Maybe Joe Rogan. Maybe I made a fifth up. Made up a fifth one that wasn't Joe Rogan. There's drugs and alcohol, mental illness, prison, childhood. Oh yeah, there is. There's six. Uh oh. Because I throw Joe Rogan in the first part, but it works better for the joke to say I have six questions. Right. I'm asking them these questions. Okay, and then the next question is, uh, the, the, the last question, do you have any unresolved trauma from an ex oh. that is going... Has a woman wronged you that to, you hold it against us? That you will, <laughs> that will affect my, you know, your interactions with me in a way that you're going to blame me for their, you know, like, yeah. my ex always cheated, so you're cheating, or... Uh, I hated it when my ex did that, and I'm like, well, I do it too, so I guess we're not compatible. Right. Um, that's why I like them telling me stories of their exes, though. Like a lot of people say, don't talk about that, but I'm like, no, please tell me why. I want to know what, because then as you as things happen, it's like, oh, okay, that's why you react that way. Or there's been plenty of times. No, I don't think about it from an empathetic way. <laughs> well, no, it's preparing yourself. When there, are, no, I walk away. When there are plenty, there's been plenty of times where they describe behavior that I know I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you aren't going to like me, ma'am. Yeah. This is not going to be good. I'm leaving. Because uh, that's behavior I do and I'm not changing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Um, or they tell me behavior they did with their ex. And I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with that. You, you, okay, I've already done with yeah. that. Or So those are the questions. And then it's, are you a fan of Joe Rogan? Right. Yeah. But Joe Rogan's now first. Yeah, I guess you make sure. That's the, that's I don't the, even because most of the people that answer 
yes to that. Yes probably. to that. Answer wrong to those other ones. Yeah, that makes sense. A it's lot a of times. Song. Yeah. So plus they're just like, yo hoo hoo. That's my impression. Yo hoo hoo. Yo hoo hoo. Yo. That's all I hear out of their mouths. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be interesting enough for me to fucking want to talk to. Right. I guarantee it. It's a big part of it. I like nerds. Yeah. A lot. Although it hasn't done very well for me. Yeah. But, you know, you love what you love. Yeah. What can I do? <laughs> Stay away from them. That's the thing is I have to ask them all these questions before we kiss, before we have sex, for sure. Before your brain tricks you into thinking you like them. <laughs> because if we have sex and we really connect emotionally in some way, I'm not going to care what the answers are. Yeah. I'm going to be like, no, or I'll at least have a period of struggle with it before I yeah. leave. I'll still leave. Maybe I'll give your Rogan a chance. Yo. <laughs> they don't even get to be the person if they answer that wrong. Right. They don't even get to text level. Yeah. But I don't have my day anymore. I quit and I was fine until this fucking pandemic. Yeah. And then I got bored and naively thought that maybe there'll be people that actually want to talk and get to know me on there. Yeah. Since we can't meet in person, but no. No, they're like, do you want to, you want to, like, um, one guy said that some really good sex could help. Help the corona? No, help my stress level. Yeah. Because I'm so stressed out right now. And I was like, no, I don't even want to shake your hand. I'm not, yeah. what are you talking, like, I'm For not even into that when there's not a pandemic. Yeah. Just Unless you got a seven foot dick, this isn't going to work. No, then you're touching me. <laughs> with your penis um yeah i should probably be like that about men and sex in general all the time just assume everyone has some sort of a deadly disease yeah stay away from they them could until they could have aids i don't know yeah but like something like half the population has hpv or oh that quarter of it has HPV is has uh, what is it? I'm uh, 42. I definitely a quarter have of HPV. it. Quarter of it has herpes, something like that. No, it's they say one in four, but that's if you lower the dating age, or if you lower the age to 12. If you include 12 and up, it's one in four. No. If you're just saying over 30, it's half. Oh, fun. Yeah, I didn't find that. You got out married at the right time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we skipped the window. <laughs> I found that out when I was uh, 38. <laughs> also that you can get herpes from unprotected oral sex right I stick to the ramen or whatever the rest yeah, of that yeah is. that's I don't tell that joke anymore right. I do in a form but not I don't I, I threw out the ramen right I don't really think I tell that joke anymore at all I only tell that joke if something about herpes naturally comes up in the joke or somebody before says something yeah. about herpes I use it as a quick little when they start yeah. doing their herpes I know if I'm following uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Han. Be all about it. He's got new jokes though. Yes, but one one or, of the new jokes is, and he uh, does he have another herpes joke? Well, he has the one about um just I'm gonna again nobody's listening to this Aaron, so I'm not putting a bit out there. Where he talks about how like he uh he'll smoke cigarettes uh he'll pick up cigarettes off the yeah, ground and smoke. Yeah, heard them. that one. Yeah, well, it's relatively new. I feel like I've only been here the last year or so. Oh. Yeah. Year, but, a year isn't new to me anymore. Well, I understand. But well, with, when we've been com out of comedy for two months, a year. It's since before. I feel like I was here. I've been hearing it for. 
It's a good joke. Yeah. It's a great anywho, joke. Anywho. Um, yeah, the it just screams that you know, I have certain herpes. comedians that have herpes jokes. Yeah, it's a really good joke. It's hilarious. It's, I think Eli had some herpes. Probably. But I very rarely followed Eli. Right. I don't remember ever following Eli. He was always on, a on show. after me. Yeah. Or Mike even. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely on a show. I never followed Eli. Or uh in fact the only th- this next comedian, the only time I followed him was when I put him on my show um, yeah. and for a benefit. But um, now I'm forgetting his name. God damn it. How can I forget his name? I've known him since I was a kid, since I was 17. Jeremy Rush. Oh, okay. Jeremy Rush has that hit herpes joke that he has been telling for a decade. <laughs> so I know he's going to tell it. Yeah. And I get up there and I know if I'm following him, I can, I can say some quick herpy stuff at the beginning right. of my set while I'm getting the mic stand going. Yeah. Yeah. That's always nice. <laughs> I've uh I've grown a lot comedically in Denver. Yeah. Well I would imagine so. Yeah, it's been really good. I I uh I've gotten to where I've started getting high to do comedy. Yeah. But now I've had the problem I was always afraid of that I need to You be, feel like you need to be high. I really like it. I don't uh, need it, but it's preferred. I have found, because I've, when, anytime I've done comedy high, it can be fun at an open mic or something like that. But if there's, if I'm going to have any amount of stress or any amount of like, I really, really need to nail this, I don't like it as much. I did not go up to comedy one time. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, all the shows I'm doing right now, not that they're not important because they're good shows and not that I'm not giving my best, but. I can't stress out over every single fucking show anymore. It's too, it was making comedy not fun. Yeah. And so when you're on a lot of shows, you know, you're, I mean, I'm not even on that many. I'm doing like maybe one a week. Yeah. On average, it's still too much to stress out over. Yeah. And I can't write any new material because I'm just so focused on doing the good stuff. Doing the good stuff. Yeah. And so what I've been doing, especially when I have like 20 minutes, or yeah, you know, fifteen or twenty for sure. I I just I know how I'm getting in. I know how I'm getting out. Mm-hmm. But I don't really plan the middle, and I kind of let it happen. I, I I go up to mics unprepared completely, mm-hmm. like with no idea. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say until I'm grabbing the mic. I'm not yeah. sure what I'm going to talk about. So but but I've been doing a lot of riffing on the previous comedian or something the host said. Uh, I don't really do a lot of audience work or anything mm-hmm. unless it happens organically. Yeah. I don't seek it out. But I've been trying to be more like relaxed up there. Yeah. And uh, it's going pretty well. Yeah. The whole writing on stage thing, I get it now. I know what they're talking about. I've That has never worked for me for material. It's it's worked for like a tag or a, something like that. I've, I've enjoyed it for that. But yeah. I have to like do the joke. And then something will come to my mind with that. I can't like craft a funny, concise thought. I have a prem. I usually I have know. a premise in my mind, and I might have written it down. Yeah. But I haven't ever said it on stage or worked it in a mic, and it just fits so nicely into what I'm saying that it comes out organically. Yeah. But it's it's rarely a thought I've got on the spot. It's something I've been thinking about that fits into the material. But every once in a while, there's something new that totally flies out of my mouth and it's amazing especially when they laugh i feel like i would have been more prolific throughout my comedy career if i was just a more opinionated person 
I'm generally not. Like, none of my jokes are about, like, hey, I've got a strong opinion about this. Yeah. It's just about, like, me or my experience or, like, some dumb wordplay I thought of or yeah. something like that. It's It's never... I never really have like, here's the problem. Here's the problem with dating. Here's the problem with this situation. It's like, I feel like this is the way to go with this. It's just kind of. They like it when you're unhappy. Yeah. They do. I can't, I can't really even get good material out of happy things. Yeah. Like what happens if I get happy, like with my life? I find the right partner. How am I going to write jokes? If I quit dating. Just find, find a way to make fun of they'd have to be cool with me making fun of them yeah which has been a problem i can't even the last guy dated i couldn't even roast him yeah like Like in person joking around that's why we broke up no oh it was a doozy i haven't had a fight like that a while Uh, what was the what was what was the roast that set it off i can't really remember fully what happened it's really (laughs) high just escalating very quickly i don't even know what happened you know what i mean i was like he was saying something about having money for something frivolous, and I was like, I thought you said you were broke, blah, 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 and then he got, he's like, I never said I was poor, and I was like, I never said I was poor. I was like, you, you did, you said you had very little money, you said you were broke, you know, blah, 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 and then he, he just got offended that I was Insinuate like. Insinuate that he might be poor. But he had said it, we had conversations right. about it. When I, I did his taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen your. <laughs> I know how much money you make. Yeah. It's actually, it was a, before taxes, it was a lot more than I thought. I know how much money he makes. I know he lives in Denver. I know you should, he's you not. can't a, be there and be too he's not, poor. But the thing is, too, is that he was always just talking about how he needed to pay off his credit cards and blah, 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 just bitching about it. But then he would use them for stupid shit like buying new bombs. I'm like, well, maybe quit using them for stupid shit like buying new bombs. Yeah. So I was like, put them up in your closet or something. Don't carry them around. And so he did, but then he forgot to get them back out of the closet when he went on his trip to Miami. So I had to FedEx him the goddamn credit card. And I bought a, he paid for all of it, but. I thought you were saying put the bongs up. No, no, he would. <laughs> I told him to put the credit card up and not carry it in his wallet. So he wouldn't be tempted to use it. Yeah. Because he wasn't like an online shopper. Yeah. I feel like this is a lot of what uh, my wife, Allison, has to deal with. Because I'm constantly saying, she's like, oh, I got to pay off this credit card, pay off this credit card. And then we go, I go spend money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I feel yeah. like she's very supportive of it though. Right, babe? I'm not saying yes. don't live your life and have a little fun, but you, you can't drop $200 on something you don't need. Um, right. Like a new amp, you know? Yeah. No. I just need it to be louder. Yeah. A new amp for you to play where? You don't even play out. Um, yeah. You can't play it in your tiny apartment. Yeah. In your tiny apartment, you can probably just play the guitar unplugged and hear everything. Yeah, you have a tiny fine. little thing you use in this apartment. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, so he forgot the credit card and I had to FedEx it to him. And I'm at the FedEx office and he's, and it's like, I, I was like, I don't want to just send it in the envelope. So I got a card mm-hmm. to send it in that wasn't like mushy. It was like breakfast themed, but kind of cutesy, lovey dovey. I can't like remember a, what it was. Like a, uh, uh, like a, like I'm baking for you. Or you know what I mean? Like right. I can't remember what the stupid little fucking thing was like a pun mm-hmm. and so i just put heart helen in it when i signed it and the fedex guy was like short and sweet and i was like yeah we've been dating for like three weeks yeah. you know or you know yeah we've been dating for like maybe a month yep <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> and i sent it off and um anyway 
I was just, I was happy that he didn't blame me for it being up there because people I've dated in the past would not have taken responsibility for the fact that they forgot their card in the yeah. closet. They'd have been like, you told me to put it up there. And if you hadn't told me to put it up there, I'd have it. Yeah. And so he didn't do that. So that was good. But then he just got really mad when I roasted him. And I was laughing while I was saying it. I was like, what are you talking about? You don't have yeah. money for that. <laughs> yeah. And he just got really pissed off. We were trying to go get something to eat. I just got fired that day. So I was very upset. Yeah. Anyway, I came over crying. And I wanted Chinese food. We were getting Chinese food to cheer me up. Yeah. And then he was like, just drop it. Quit talking about it. And I was like, you know what? Fucking take me back. I'm going home. Fuck this. Yeah. And... He was like, I, all you do is drop it. I was like, there's no reason for you to be upset. Yeah. I don't. And then it escalated by the time we got inside as we're walking into his apartments, I was saying that he's just too weak for me. Yeah. I didn't call him a little bitch yet. I said it the most I was like, politically correct way you could. Have. I was like, you look, you are just too weak. You just, you can't, if you can't handle that, if you can handle a tiny little bit of roasting, this is not going to work. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you're right. It's not going to work. And so we go inside and at some point it escalated and I did call him a little bitch, but I was trying to leave and, and it just kept going, you know, and I was trying to find Luke Yeah. and Luke was hiding under the couch because we were yelling Yeah. and I couldn't find him. And I was trying to get out of there because I was just so mad. I couldn't think, but I wanted to make sure I got all my shit because I didn't want to fucking have to come back mm -hmm. or bring him his stuff or I just wanted to be done with it. And, um, he said, you, all you had to do was stop talking about it. You just wouldn't stop talking about it. And I was like, well, if you're looking for someone who's just going to shut the fuck up when they're told you're dating the wrong bitch. Right. And he was like, you are, you're right. I'm dating the wrong bitch. Get the fuck out. I was like, I'm trying to get out, but I can't find my fucking dog. <laughs> he kept yelling at me to get out. I was like, I'm trying to get out of your fucking house. Yeah. I need my dog. We found the dog, but he was also saying my favorite part was when he was like, I will not take any disrespect. <laughs> The first made he made it sound Russian. I will not take any disrespect. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. He's like 5'4". Yeah. He claimed he didn't have a little man complex, but he did. Yeah. That, that needs to be one of your questions. If they're under a certain height. I asked. Yeah. Do you have a little man complex? I asked if his height was something that bothered him. Yeah. And he said no. I did learn not to make short jokes. Yeah. So I wasn't going to roast him about being short. Yeah. I did not realize he was so, and really when he got upset about it initially, I was just trying to talk to him about what upset him. Yeah. So that I, you know, I was like, why did that upset you? What did I trigger by saying that that's upsetting you? Because it's not something you've ever been upset before. So I want to know how can I not say things to trigger it? If you don't tell me what the trigger is, like, yeah. why are you getting so upset about this financial situation? Can we analyze this for a second? Yeah. And he just didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, I can't not roast. You know what I mean? I, I need to know what the, what, what topics are off limits. Yeah. Because nothing is off limits with me. So, but you if, know where the boundaries are, so but if they tell me them. the topics that are off limits and I still care about them and don't want to hurt them, I will not roast on those topics. You'll just wait until you want to hurt. I'll just wait until we're breaking up. <laughs> so. Tom, that, you know, I never enjoyed their penis or something. I don't know. <laughs> you just make something up, whatever feels right in the moment. 
he was annoying in some other ways too. Yeah. Just, okay, when we first started dating, on our first date we talked about politics, it was very interesting, right? And then I went on that tour where my wheel flew off and was mm -hmm. gone for like a week and a half, two weeks or something like that. And when I came back, he uh, had gotten into ICP at the age of 35. <laughs> ICP at 35. And I laughed at him and I said, who gets it? Because I thought he was joking. Right. And I was like, who gets in? He was texting it at first, like he's going to be a juggalo. And I thought it was a joke. Mm -hmm. And then when I got back, I realized, no. I still thought it was a joke for a second. Yeah. And then he put like six ICP stickers on his car. Every time he put a new one, he'd take a picture and send it to me. And I still thought, this joke. is funny. Yeah. That he's really committing to the bit. He's really committing to making this funny from, for me. Yeah. Um, he knows I'm having a hard time. He's roasting me. With this, this is cute. This is funny. Um, no, I think he called me his little juggalette. He tried. Yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> we got like the. But then you're I would, willing to shave your head. This is obviously the life doing, for you. I would start doing piece of shit things, like just being a piece of shit bum and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, like somebody pissed me off when I was door dashing that lived in the apartments across from him. They didn't tip oh, me. Yeah, and they lived on the third fucking floor. And I was like, I know where they live. I'm over here all the time. I'm going to like get some dog shit and set it on fire. And he's like, no, don't do that. I was like, that's what a juggalette would do. Yeah, there you go. What a juggalette would do. You want to live the life, bro? Let's do it. Yeah, that's what he did. And the thing is, is like, he kept trying to explain to me what juggalos were. I was like, dude, I was alive and conscious and a grown person in 1993, okay? I remember what juggalos are. <laughs> you are not a juggalo. You're a 35-year-old dude that works in the control room at NBC, that makes $60,000 a year, okay, and yeah. drives a brand new Toyota Corolla. You are not a fucking juggalo. Right. Okay. But, but whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh. you know, I was hoping it was a phase that would pass. It was cute for a second, but he just kept playing the music out of his phone was the biggest problem with no headphones. Yeah. Just forcing me to listen to it out of like the shittiest speaker you can choose. Right. I was like, First of all, it's not meant to be listened to like that. It's meant to be listened to while you're in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> it's another Aaron Hunt thing. Yeah. Back in my day, we <laughs> fuck bitches in the dumpster. Woo -woo. <laughs> you realize that there are grandparents that are juggling? Yeah, that's all I could think of when he, not yeah. just Aaron's, but every single comedian that's that I ever know, made that's, a juggalo. I'm like, what if I bring him around the comedians and he starts talking juggalo? Or we, we can't go in his car. No. We're going to drive my shitty-ass car because I'm not rolling up to a mic or a show in a car full of ICP stickers. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about football, but you'll rep the Broncos before you'll rep the... Oh, yeah. Fuck no, but if I bought a car and it had an ICP sticker on it, I'd have been like, scrape, scrape, yeah. scrape. So I'd have figured out how to get it off. I'd at least cover it up with a Sharpie or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Change it from juggalette to hug a lot. Something. <laughs> Fucking get it off of there. Um, I mean, I knew there was a problem because he was in. He said he was in a punk band, and then he's he played some music for me. He's like, "This is what I really want to play." His band members did not want to play that because mm -hmm. they wanted to play punk. He wanted to play pop punk. And, like Blink One Eighty Two. And I was like, pop punk. And he was like, yeah, pop punk. So he didn't even deny it. Yeah. He didn't even try to defend it against the slur. Yeah. 
he just was like, yeah, pop punk. So I was like, you don't know anything about punk if you're just going to, because even people that play pop punk don't admit they play pop punk. They, they still want, they still want to say, no, I'm playing punk. Yeah. Well, you're playing pop punk, but yes, it is a form of punk, but it is not punk. And um, then he had his, out of context that all of that sounds. He dumb. had his punk rock jacket, jean mm-hmm. jacket, which was a brand new jacket that he purchased at the store in the mall. And then mostly on Amazon, but sometimes in head shops, he bought punk rock band patches. He didn't buy them at a show. They weren't dirty with beer. Mm-hmm. They didn't smell of cigarettes. They were brand spanking new. He's never actually given money to any of those bands. No, he's never actually been <laughs> to any of those bands' concerts. And they were all over his fucking jacket. And they were sewn on by a seamstress Asian lady. At the at the you know laundromat, he didn't even staple them on like a real punk. No, he didn't even sew them on himself. <laughs> they, I don't even know if they were sewn on. They think they were iron on. He still paid the lady to iron them on in a certain fucking order. I can't punks imagine, don't use steam. I can't imagine how obnoxious he was trying to go in there and tell oh, him where to put them. Steam, I want it exactly right punk. here. Steampunk probably uses steam. Oh, he's not punk and he's not a fucking juggalo. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there were good things. But obviously, <laughs> I think it is that mine. No, <laughs> I'm getting quicker at leaving. Yeah, I'm really. Here's what I'm doing now. Are you get, you're getting slower at starting and quicker at leaving? Yeah, sounds like mm-hmm. good, good. And here, yeah, everything was going great till the pandemic because we were seeing each other once or twice a week. Because I was busy, I had shows, so I'd go see him on his when he was off the next day, basically, because he was off like Thursdays, Have a day and, a and half, Wednesdays and basically. Thursdays. So I basically go over on his Saturday. There wasn't really a lot of mics I liked on Wednesdays. It wasn't that big a deal to go on Wednesdays. And so sometimes I would I would stay Wednesday. He's off Thursday. And sometimes I would stay Thursday night and, and leave on Friday. Yeah. And um and we were doing that for since the middle of January, you know, for a couple months. But he was gone for a week, I was gone for two weeks. So we really didn't, you know, really hadn't spent a lot of time together over the two months. We were taking it super slow, and yeah. then the pandemic happened, and I stayed there for four days and really sped it up. And then we had a fight, and then I left just to go home, not to break up. And then I came back, and I got fired, and then I went back over there. there. We really turned Dean of the story. Yeah, it was fucking. I'm just saying, I was trying to do it right, but right. but all this would have came out eventually. Yeah, just would have taken more time. Would have taken more time. So why find out? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be a bitch from the get-go. There you go. That's the shirt you chose? Yeah. <laughs> That's your first date shirt? You know? Just <laughs> there you go. Just get it out there. See how they respond. See how they respond. Nobody can leave me if they don't start with me. Push my butt. <laughs> I do the leaving. I've never really been left. I always leave. Yeah. I'm always usually the one that calls it off. Except for... Projects don't usually walk away from the, the craftsman. Mm-mm. But now here's what I do. Because mostly I have crushes on comedians now. And they make this process so easy. Because they put a lot of content out there. You just listen to their setup. I listen, <laughs> their, I, I listen to them, their podcasts. I listen to their stand-up in person and on. I, I investigate them. I do not right. stalk them. Maybe internet stalk them. But like, I never like, okay, not never, but if they're on a show, I may go to that show and watch them if there's some other reason for me to be there, like other comedians are going to be there or 
Um, I like the headliner. Yeah. Or I won't go to a show just because they're on it, but it does go into maybe I'll go because there's a lot of shows to pick from every freaking yeah. weekend. So it does go into a pro for why I might want to go watch that show. Yeah. And anyway, uh, but I hardly ever get to that phase. Hardly ever get to the where I want to actually go to a show because they usually say something to fuck it up before that. Yeah. They post something, they say something in their stand up, they say something to me at a mic, and I'm like, that's no, not going to work. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do. They don't even know. There's been so many Denver comedians that I've dated that don't even know it. Yeah. You've already, like, I've already broken up with you. <laughs> and then I've broken up with. and You don't even pronounce my last name right. You don't know what you've done. You have fucked up. Several of you. You know? Several of you have fucked up. Some of you probably made the right decision. <laughs> it wasn't even a decision because they were just being themselves. Right. And I recognized something that answered one of those questions for me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the drug and alcohol thing. It's going to be most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Untreated mental illness. That's why stand up. Untreated mental illness, and I do comedy, is not an answer to your untreated mental illness. That's right. not you working. That whole like this is me doing therapy. It's not. No, it's 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 you trying to find a way to stroke your ego. I can see doing. I mean, because I am starting a nonprofit. It's all about teaching people comedy to help with their tra trauma and mental yeah. illness. But it's not because that's the only thing they're going to do. It's going to be one piece in us, you know. Right. In in their treatment plan, it's not going to be the plan. Right. <sighs> It helps, but if you're not doing the work outside of comedy to get yeah. better mentally, whether that's real therapy, or I know that's not an option for or taking meds or meditating or something. Yeah. You should be doing something. Exercise. Watching your diet, exercising, something. But, um, yeah, so that takes a lot of them out of the running <laughs> um, right there. But, uh, yeah, I have like five crushes right now, and three of them are a form of the name John. Two are straight up John. One's a Jonathan. Yeah. Mitch Jones. Oh, I like Mitch. I've liked Mitch since before. He seems like your type, big burly fella. He's probably an alcoholic, but I don't care. <laughs> he's a fun alcoholic. If he yeah, is. he seems like a fun guy. I, I would approve, Mitch, if that ever happened. I asked him out. <laughs> he was very nice. He was dating. He said, he, was, oh. he said, actually, I just started dating a lady. Uh, he's very nice. And I've seen him since, and it wasn't weird. Yeah, but he seems like he seems like a a uh, water off the back of a duck kind of guy. I would worship Mitch Jones. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, I normally don't want to date a male comedian because I don't want to live in their shadow. I'll live in his big. He looks. Shadow. He's like a tall Rick if he was more likable. Well, like when we were first dating. Yeah, I would walk in the big burly shadow yeah. of Mitch Jones. Good thing nobody sees this. I'll be Mitch Jones gal. Well, I've said it on other podcasts. Oh, okay. I actually said it on Christy Buckley's podcast yeah. that I did. There you go. No one's going to listen to it. Right. Who would choose to go listen to the podcast with me on it? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, Mitch Jones. But I did ask him out. Yeah, one of them was trying to like hit on me before I left. And was saying he wanted to go on a walk, but then it ended up I'm drunk, want to come over and hang out at 9.30 at night. Yeah. And I was just straight up with him. I was like, look, I don't know what you're looking for here, but I'm not coming over to fuck you. Yeah. If I did come over, it's not to have sex with you. I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. My jokes are serious. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm not just looking to get laid. He's like, what, you just want me to be your boyfriend? I was like, I don't know. We haven't. He's like, we haven't even hung out yet. And I'm like, 
you just asked me over. <laughs> like, no, I don't want you to be my boyfriend necessarily. Cause yes, we have to hang out and get to know each other and date, hang out. We're too old. You're 38. I'm 42. We're not going to hang out. Yeah. I'm going to schedule this shit. Yeah. We're not hanging out. Okay. We're going to date. Yes. I will date you. If that's, if that's your intention of hanging out with me, if you want to hang out with me because you want to be friends, fine. I'll hang out with you as your friend. But if you're, if you're hanging out with me in a romantic capacity, I'm not fucking you right away. It's not just going to be a friends with benefits. We're going to get to know each other and see if we like each other to build something mm-hmm. or there's no point in us hanging out in that capacity. Yeah. I didn't say all that to him because he would have been confused. <laughs> <laughs> that was all in my head. But I was just like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not coming over there. I'm not just into getting laid. Blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, oh yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> I just want to get to know you. I was just yeah. kidding unless you're serious. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so then we were supposed to go on a walk the next day at four. And like two hours before, as I was, I mean, I was grateful that it was not 10 minutes before. Mm-hmm. That's good. He was like, I can't, I've been drinking too much. <laughs> I'm too hungover, basically. I can't. Yeah. Today. And I was like, hey, that's cool. I'm going to Kansas. That answers two. questions two and three. <laughs> that's cool. I'm going to Kansas for two weeks. Yeah. You know, hit me up when I get back. And I'm not, I'm, I was like, you hit me up when I get back. I'm yeah. not going to get back and be like, I'm here. I want to go for that walk. Yeah. Now ball's still in his court. Yeah. Well then the, the one comedian I did date there, they're both named Brian. So I'm trying not to use their names just so you're not confused. Not because I give a shit if they hear any of this. Um, the ex comedian called me on FaceTime and we talked for like three and a half hours. It was, he's never called me before. It was very weird. And he knows I'm in Kansas. So he yeah. wasn't trying to get me to come over and have sex. Yeah. It was so strange. He just wanted to talk to me. It was weird. He did. He just wanted to he talk was up to me to something. for three and a half hours. It was crazy. Maybe, maybe just lonely from the pandemic. He must be. And, uh, we hung out a lot. We were friends and stuff. We, I've made, I've forgiven him. We've made up since then, and we're friendly now. Uh, but it's still weird from the call. But in this call, I find out that when we were dating or whatever, the new Brian was like telling him he shouldn't be dating me. But he didn't really give me any details. But I was like, was it in like a she's bad news way or in? And he was like, no, I got the feeling it was more in a. Like he liked you, like like he wanted. Yeah. He like, my turn. <laughs> no, more like you're not right for her. Why are you dating her? Yeah. And because he probably knew that that if you break her heart, I'll break. He probably legs. knew ex Brian was a douchebag that was just using me for sex, and I hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah. He could have just told me that, and I would have believed him. Yeah. Because I believe when a dude tells me about another dude, usually. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna lead lead into some issues nah and so um anyway and then he was like yeah he said you were flirting with her hitting on him one time this is like after i wasn't seeing ex brian anymore and i was like i don't remember really hitting on him i mean i talked to him and i'm nice to him i don't remember hitting on him in any way but you know i do and i do have a crush on him whatever and he was like yeah all i told him was that you suck really good dick he asked me about you. About he, he wanted some pre-game info? I don't think he directly asked him about sex. He asked him about, you know, he was saying that they were, um, that I was trying to hit on him. Mm-hmm. And what did Brian think of that? Old Brian. And new Brian asked old Brian. And uh, old Brian was like, oh, I don't know, man, but she sucks really good dick. So she hasn't been sucking your dick then? 
<laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's great. And this is why I don't want to date comedians. Yeah. Because I don't want comedians. The talk shop. I don't want comedians out there talking about how good I suck dick because yeah. it is amazing. And they're going to talk. And it needs to be a treat that a special boy finds out. Yes. <laughs> and then I told Brian, old Brian, mm -hmm. I was like, I shouldn't have even done that to you. You didn't deserve it. <laughs> I was like, I never would have sucked your dick if I didn't think. I should have just given you a lot of teeth. I never would have sucked his dick if I thought we weren't trying to be in a relationship and build something. Yeah. If I thought it was just sex, friends with benefits don't get their dick sucked. <laughs> That's boyfriend shit. And so I was like, you, you don't, need, I told him, you don't, you didn't even deserve having me to suck your dick. God, man, if I could take back blowjobs, you didn't even deserve it. And, uh, but now I'm like, is that why Brian, Brian too, Brian, new Brian, he's probably just trying to fuck me. Yeah. I'm going to assume until I hear otherwise. He's just trying to see how, me. see how long he's willing to interact without the fucking. Yeah, I hate to be that girl, but it's the only way. Yeah. Although I was hanging out with old Brian for like three weeks, progressively more and more before we had sex. Yeah. He invested a lot of time talking to me to get in my pants. Yeah. Like maybe he had another Helen. I haven't had I haven't had anybody work that hard to have sex with me in a long time. Felt nice. Felt nice to be wanted. <laughs> no, did not. It really pissed me off, but I got some good material out of it. Yeah. I got a really good joke out of it. A couple. I got two really, really good jokes out of it. So, about building the wall around my vagina. I yeah. do that at your show. It's possible. I'm all, because he's Hispanic. Mm -hmm. I just haven't found a really good way to get into it. Like, to bring up the fact that he's Hispanic. Because it's necessary for the misdirection. For the wall. Because I was like, and now I'm all about building that wall around my vagina, is the joke. Yeah. And then, but my other joke is about how People see dating like buying a used car, but for me, it's a house. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking to buy a house. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times you get a house that great curb appeal, and you get inside and it looks pretty nice. But then you start using stuff, it just starts falling apart because it's just cheaply made. And you're looking around, and you're like, wait a minute, this this house doesn't have a brain. Why are you even? Why are you showing me a house without a brain? And and what is that? Is that a black heart? Why are you showing me a house? Why are you even showing me this house? I mean, it's on the market, but it's not emotionally available. <laughs> I can't even flip it. I need. I can't have a. I can't have a fixer upper man to be ready. No. I mean, I'm. I, it's. It could be a modest home. I don't require a lot of home, but it's got to be ready to move in and live in. Realtors. Every time I tell that joke. The realtor comes up to me and I'm like, I really need to write more jokes like that and just do some realtor conventions. There you go. He can't be sleeping. Yeah, that's his that's the sleepy spot. Matthew, I love you. <laughs> cute song ever. Alright, I think we can wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Bye everybody. I'll take it. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Stay well. Bye.